What's up? Welcome back to Brandon's World. I'm your host, Brandon. Today is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. And I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Today we're going to jump right into a bit of a touchy subject to some. But in my world, I feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had. Given the recent tragic events that have taken place at the hands of law enforcement as seen around the world with the more recent one being George Floyd out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Such a tragic, unfortunate event for a black man in America to witness. Not only just for a black man, but hopefully for any human being around the world. To watch that man have to suffer through that and call for his mother at the and, and still suffer until death at the hands of a police officer, someone sworn in to protect the community. Um, just an unfortunate thing to witness, sad thing to witness. And uh, you can tell that the world had had enough of witnessing um, the injustice that seems to be, you know, unfortunately seems to be rampant and to run rampant in a black community. Um, That wasn't, you know, George Floyd wasn't the only one that we all witnessed suffer the tragic loss of life at the hands of law enforcement. We have people like Breonna Taylor out of Louisville, who police apparently were serving a no-knock no warrant and barged into her house. And, you know, her boyfriend was there and he had a legal firearm and he, he, he feeling like someone was breaking into his house, he started to exchange fire, which not knowing they were actual police officers barging into his home unknowingly. And in the exchange of gunfire, unfortunately, Breonna Taylor lost her life. Um, another tragic, tragic moment in, you know, America when it comes to social justice and unfair treatment and racism and institutional racism on display. Um, Like I said, as a black man, just a tragic experience, man, just a tragic experience. Another, you know, tragic experience that makes you reflect and reflect on what's important and reflect on where we stand as black people in America. You know, it doesn't seem too far from where we've been. And so, um, obviously, people in America that witnessed the George Floyd murder, um, they took to the streets. They had had enough. They started to take to the streets around America and around the world, 
and they started to protest. And once again, it was, was clashing with law enforcement. And, you know, so I, I guess my question is, and, and the topic of the day is, um, what are we protesting for? What are we really protesting for, I should say? Um, and um, I have to give a disclaimer. This is no, no, I'm not trying to slight the movement and the protest by any way. I'm actually a supporter of the movement and what I see in this young, you know, this young generation. And, and I like that they've, they're hitting the streets and becoming more of a voice and, and trying to create change. Um, but again, like I said, as a black man, what I see, and, and this is just my observation. Um, I posed the question, you know, for, for, for healthy dialogue and healthy conversation, but like I said, it is something that I feel needs to be talked about. Um, my problem with the rioting, uh, with the protesting, you know, protest, let me, definitely a protesting, but once the, you know, in a few areas, it did turn into more of a riot, but that wasn't what was meant that's that wasn't what it was meant to be and um you know it seemed like you know you know as the report started coming in with those riots i have to say it looked like it wasn't black people even in starting those riots it looked like there was a multitude of of different races that were upset with you know the recent events and so i would like to uh give that disclaimer as far as my usage on rioting but it was i'd meant no offense by that but um unfortunately these things took place and i guess my question in regards to that is um where are we headed and what do we want to happen and if the narrative might need to be expanded and if it doesn't just need to be solely based on social injustice and police reform and all that. But is there something more that the black community seeks that would help our our way of life? Is there something more we should be demanding? I mean, we're already hitting the streets and you're already sacrificing your freedom to for change, to demand change, but is there something more that we need to better ourselves? Is there something more that we've needed for a long time? Um, I know more recently, um, there's been more conversation as far as reparations is concerned. And that's another one of those subjects that, you know, is everyone okay with that? And as a black man, I feel it doesn't matter if you're okay with it. Um, I feel like there's enough scholarly work that says that it's something that we might des- that we deserve as a black community in order to you know fix the 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 things that are going on in our community. 
you know you know the black the black people of america have a have a unique story in america and you know we can't avoid that conversation because a lot of times and a lot of things you see going on in our community is a reflection of these the the past and the things that we've had to endure as a community that broke down you know our social development amongst each other and our economic development and it's something that has been well documented in our history books and i don't think there's been enough resolve to what we actually had to endure whether it was economically whether it was just anything that you could have done to repair a people after suffering for so long you know outside of their natural way of life which we we don't know we're not educated on how we were living prior to you know captivity if you will um there's been a lot of you know scholarly work from different authors um in reference to our prior our post um our prior uh life prior to slavery there's been a lot of documentation on that even in america you know there's a book called they came before columbus by ivan van cernema who basically does his research and presents a research on the americans and how blacks were here prior to columbus interesting book good read um so again i want to reiterate that the blacks have a have a have a, a unique story here in america and I think sometimes our narrative as far as our position here gets lost in translation because unfortunately we don't get to tell our story to the masses based on our own research and our own knowledge of self. Um, I know we have the freedom to express it, but we, we just, I don't see it presented on a large scale. I think we've always been, you know, our story has always been presented, you know, through the lenses of, uh, you know, Caucasian historians. And, you know, I just don't know what the motive is behind the way they teach our story. However, um, the way they teach it and the way we can reflect on our history or our culture, it doesn't give us anything to move forward with you know we don't know you know what we used to speak or different things we used to do you know culturally we never really received that information you know and i'm you know this isn't a complaint this is this is a a fact and this is something that you know like like i said we we have to be able to conversate about you know because a lot of times I think in American culture, when, when you hear black people ask for reparations, you think we're asking for a handout. But like I said, if you were to do your research on just our relationship with America and our position here and the amount of work and the amount of years that, you know, our, you know, our race has put here and the amount of time that we spent without getting any pay for extreme hours of work and enduring just not only police brutality, but 
enduring slave slavery, which was brutal in itself, and captivity, which was brutal in itself, and you know, and enduring Jim Crow laws and trying to come out of this through the civil rights movement, just to further ourselves and further our development. But um, unfortunately, there's never been an economic push to reestablish um, the Blacks and America, not an economic push. Uh, a push for freedom, yes, a push to be free and integrate and things like that. But as a culture, as a culture, um, I've, I haven't witnessed a time where America felt the need to economically stabilize the black community. Um, I feel like, you know, the resources provided to like the low income areas where minorities are, blacks and Latinos and, you know, I know for black people in, in, in places like New York and, you know, these big cities and Chicago, these places where they're isolated into these sections uh, where there's primarily food deserts, where there's not good food around and there's a bunch of liquor stores and things that aren't conducive with building a culture back into something, you know, where they can establish ownership and influence and generational wealth and economic freedom, which, you know, doesn't seem to reach the black community as, as, as much as it does for others. And I don't say others in a different way. I'm just saying that in my world, based off of what I see and based off of what I've been taught, um, it doesn't seem like the focus has been to right the wrong of the past. And if we would have been had this conversation, maybe reparations would have been taking place and we wouldn't have to have this conversation. But as the years go on and generations go on and the instability within the black community continues, we have to reflect on what what can we do to better it? And, and, and why haven't we been able to better it? Why haven't we been able to better it? We've been working, you know, obviously we've been working, we've been trying and we've been, you know, we've been active, but why haven't as a whole, as a collective, we've been able to create something, you know, that has any economic value as a whole, not even a community, our communities, um, like I said, no disrespect, um, our communities, we need the economic situation to be able to build our communities into a better and more peaceful place for our children and ourselves. Um, and by no means am I into the whole understanding of defunding the police, though I understand the argument. But no matter what we do as a culture, as a people, we still need to be policed. What I have a problem with is the filtering of the police department and how a lot of these police officers come from totally different environments than the environments in which they are placed in in order to po police. 
And so I feel like just that and alone, um, you're sending someone that doesn't have any real understanding or any connection to these areas. And so his position in it is already tainted, you know? There's no genuine understanding for this people because he didn't, he wasn't raised amongst these people. And so at this point, he's there to enforce his authority, but not necessarily maintain the peace. And this is what we deal with in a black community and a Latino community. And the filtering out of these police officers, you gotta be, you know, pretty much a perfect citizen in you know, to even cut it. And of course I'm I'm with the screening process, but for those of you who are knowledgeable about the police department and, and what it takes to, to be part of the sheriff or the police department, um pretty much you 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 your slate has to be clean, you know, and that's rare in the community, you know, such as the black community and the Latino community. I'm not saying there aren't people that qualify because there are, but the numbers, the numbers, the numbers tell the whole truth. And, you know, I think that alone, you know, sets us up for failure in a, in a way, as far as getting true justice and being able to be policed in a way that's constructive, that's better in the community that's helping the community. And, you know, as a, as a black man in America, I wanna see that. I wanna see better black communities, you know? I wanna see better conduct. I wanna see more business being established. I wanna see more ownership, more economic freedom. I want our children to be able to see it. And <clears throat> um, I feel like a lot of uh, the things that have, stalled us um, can be proven. These things can be proven. I mean, through research, through research. And there's already scholarly work out there that, 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 that expresses this, but um, the Blacks deserve some form of reparation because a lot of their progress has been stifled, whether it be by government, you know, whether it be from Jim Crow laws that were established you know, here in America to stifle their growth and development. You know, there was never really a power shift and there was never a, you know, um, a justice moment, you know, that I think trumped the amount of, you know, tragedy that we had to experience during slavery and during Jim Crow and all of these things that you know, stalled our development. Um, and again, I'm not gonna say that we never tried to start and, and create economic freedom, but we had places like Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and multiple other areas. And if you do your research on these things, you will see how these things met their demise and how they fell and Usually it didn't fall from within. It actually fell from outside sources coming in and infiltrating and destroying it through race riots and things like that and discouraging us from building and rebuilding. And you know, these aren't these are things we have to 
you know, conversate about, you know, it's something we definitely have to conversate about. And so I asked the question again, really, to better our communities, you know, to better our futures, what do we really need? And like I said, I agree with the whole protest and the peaceful protesting. But our our demands, where they need to be. And that's something that, you know, we need to call to the forefront is, is our demand. If we're already willing to sacrifice and get out there and protest and, you know, gather arms and, 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 and give speeches on unity and are we behind each other in the right direction? Are we, is the narrative where it needs to be? Because I agree with police reform and social justice, and I am totally against social injustice and police brutality. I'm against those things, but I'm also for reparation, deserving reparation. And I'm also for economic freedom, you know, for black people as a culture. And I think that would eliminate a lot of the problems. I watched a couple of weeks ago, I watched an interview on BET uh, with the BET owner, the ex-BET owner, Bob Johnson. He was on The Breakfast Club. And Bob Johnson, he used to own the Charlotte Bobcats as well. He, on that interview, he said that in reparations, the number that he guesstimated would be somewhere around $17 trillion that are due. And you could tune into that interview. You should actually, because it was a real good interview to ask real good questions. And he gave, you know, a good stance on that. And I, th- I implore y'all to go check that out. That was a good interview. And, you know, he's a billionaire and that's his, that was his sentiments on that. He, he, he felt like, that's how we, you know, blacks can 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 really start to, you know, head in the right direction. And yeah, I know some people like, so you think they should just give money to just blacks, just all, you know, and he, he was okay with that, you know. You know, he also expressed how, you know, Israel gets $80 billion a year from America through our tax money and and reparations and you know, so, you know, like I said, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And in my world, that's the conversation that I'm having. And I believe that in order for blacks as a culture to move in the right direction and, and, and gain the, 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 the momentum it needs to rebuild and, and establish itself in the world of economics and business and ownership, this is something we're going to have to talk about. And this is something eventually we're going to have to demand. And I salute all the youngsters on the front line and all the OGs on the front line, you know, for social justice. But I I just asked and I posed the question. We need to add a little more to that since we're already out here and we got their ear and the world is watching. We need reparation. We need better schools. We don't need just welfare. We need we need what we what we what we're due. 
you know we 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 need economic freedom you know to build ourselves not get handouts for people who don't have a history in caring for us as a, as our own culture you know not sympathy but justice you know you got to think about it you know you can go into walmart or anywhere and fall on a grape and you can sue them for that right because obviously you know they feel responsible for it and you know as far as the black culture we you you guys have have always always constantly reminded us on where we come from and and how vicious you know that was to endure and how much work we did and you know you it's always put in your history books on our position and you know how many presidents we had to go through before we could even get free and you know and so I, I I just implore you to do the research on who we are and our experience and and what you might think that might be worth. And, you know, I, I know people are going to have their views on it and other people are going to have their views on it. And this. Yeah, this is our turn to to. This is our gripe. You know, this is our our issue. You know, I don't expect everyone to be on board with it. But this, you know, to be honest, when we went through our history books and. We watched all our movies, our slave movies, and, you know, I didn't see everyone, all other races included in that with us. So, you know, this isn't an argument for everyone to have. This is something that, you know, within the black culture that, you know, we have to be bold enough to 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 express. And fortunately, reparation has, has kind of been up in the air as of lately. So, you know, someone's talking about it. And I think as a culture, we need to listen. And we need to talk about it. And, you know, like I said, I salute everyone on the front lines. Do what you do, you know. Um, I'm tired of it just as much as I know you're tired of it. And um, I'm tired of the miseducation as well of, of, you know, to make us look worse than what I believe us to be. And, you know, we have we have unlimited potential, but we've 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 gone through. Um, man, you know, 400 years of captivity. I mean, 250 years of not being able to read and, you know, could you imagine? I mean, I don't know if you, you know, if, if it's even fathomable, but this is what's, what's within our bloodline. You know, this is, this is what we've endured as a culture, as a race here in America. And I think that comes with a price. I think that comes with, you know. I think that comes with something. You can't you you endure that. You there has to be a reward at the end of the day. I mean, you know, I think just to free us and not set us up economically, you know, and not even be able to give us the the history prior to slavery. Um I think it's unfortunate, but I think the only way to right that wrong is is real justice and and I think economic justice is up there just like social justice. And hopefully it's a conversation that we're having. Hopefully this is something that, you know, we start to discuss and we start to demand, not just discuss in the barbershops and in the workplace, but something that if we're going to hit the grounds, if we want to grab the microphone, if we're going to be placed in a position where 
we finally get to speak on our position, um, then this is something we have to demand. And, you know, not only that's economic, but education. We have to be taught and we have to be able to teach ourselves as well. And our, our education can't be limited to, you know, it can't be outsourced. <laughs> our, you know, our knowledge of self cannot always be outsourced. And unfortunately, being a black man in America, that's pretty much how we've had to learn our history. And, you know, I just think that it's time for a change. And I think that that's the energy I'm seeing in the world, not just in America, but in the world. And, you know, this isn't just a black thing. You know, you have the Latinos in America as well. They've endured the same. Um, you know, they've, they've endured their own. And, um, but like I said, I, I, in all your history books, I haven't seen any storyline that, that has endured what I, what I believe that you've narrated in your own, you know, educational books in reference to the African-Americans. Um, so, you know, that's pretty much what I have to say about that. Uh, I, I just pray that, you know, we use this momentum as a culture to, you know, demand the right things. Cause I want true justice and I want us to truly get better as a culture. I want us to start trusting one another, you know, I want us to start building up our family units again, you know, and, and that's the basis of community. And it, once we get that situated and, and we get our demands correct, and I think with the mo the current momentum we've we've already built up, I think we're headed in the right direction. But we definitely have to have the right kind of conversations and the right organizations. And for those of you, and I have to say this, you know, in closing, but for those of you, <clears throat> you know, non-blacks, you know, or, you know, the ones that are have joined the fight against social injustice and police brutality, um, I like to say I appreciate it. However, um, stick within our narrative, you know, don't, don't carry your own agenda, you know, if you're going to join the fight with us, um, stick to our narrative, you know, um, I seen some, some, some footage of, you know, you guys getting out of hand, trying to support us and, you know, but, you know, and I have a question for you guys as well, you know, for, the non-minorities that have taken their stance in, in helping the fight against social injustice. But when reparations becomes part of the, the demand, um, when it becomes part of the demand, I just hope you keep the same energy. I hope you keep the same energy. Um, and I hope you understand that it's not just the handout we're seeking, but justice as well, economic justice. And um, me personally, I don't know if we're going to get the same amount of supporters once that reaches, um, the ears of the masses. But like I said, you hear now, um, please support our narrative. If you, if you support us period, because this is something we've endured It's something that we feel we deserve. And if you don't agree, then, you know, you do you, but in my world, that's how we rocking. Um, I again want to thank y'all for tuning in to Brandon's world. And um, yeah. <laughs>